Hey guys, before we get into today's podcast, we actually have a sweet promo code. If you're looking to get into a WiseEye camera, now is the time. So we can't really give the code over the air, but if you want to hit us up on Instagram is probably the best bet to reach out to us. Hit us up in the DMs, ask for the promo code, we'll send it to you, and the code is good till the end of the month of August. So to kick off the trail camera series, we wanted to offer you guys a great deal on some WiseEye cameras, so please hit us up. Happy Thursday, folks. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast here. Um, on this one, it is a ending of our trail camera series, and yep. we are on the phone with Jason from WiseEye, and uh, we go all over the ins and outs of the firmware update of the Minicam and also the release of the new Datacam. So some juicy details there if you haven't already seen it in any kind of social media or anything like that. Yeah, so definitely this podcast is, is not going to be strategy, Nope. but... Um, if you are a cam or excuse me, a trail camera junkie, this podcast goes into a lot of detail about how cameras work, you know, what you want, what batteries to run, mm-hmm. um, brands, voltage of batteries, just a lot of cool stuff that most people probably aren't going to think about Yeah, because you're just going to throw the camera out in the woods and you're, and you're not going to care. You're just gonna throw it out there and you're going to want it to work. Mm-hmm. And when it's not working, you're going to be mad. Yeah. But uh, Jason from WiseEye definitely goes over um, everything, all the ins and outs, um, recommendations, software. I mean, just what what makes WiseEye the best camera out there, in, yeah. in our opinions. Honestly, they are. So from yeah. So yeah. Also, if I think this might be the last opera because I think this podcast we've obviously we're recording this earlier. I think this podcast drops late uh, August. I think August thirty first. Is or 30th or whatever different. the last day of August is, is the last day to use our code. Um, if you want any details on the code, please reach out to us. And I promise this is not a $5, $10 off code. It's not free shipping. It's, it, it's This is something that like, holy cow. So it's called their friends and family package. Um, we can't get into much detail over over the air, but what we can do is give you as much detail as you want privately. So if anybody wants to save some money on a WiseEye, please, please message us. Mm-hmm. Let us know what's going on. Say, hey, I want to know more about the camera. Give me the deal. And we'll give you a little code and uh, it'll save you some mucho, yep, mucho at, bucks. At checkout on wiseeye.com, wiseeyetech.com, you yep. have to use it under the promo and then it'll it'll deduct mucho the, grande yes money and, uh, you'll be happy with the wise eye purchase yeah yeah and it, it's i'm gonna say it again it's mucho <laughs> mucho savings i'm actually surprised that they do it but enough of me rambling uh i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast so we're we're a christian um, group of guys and we're all followers of christ and i do want to talk a little bit about this My strategy was totally different. I just got up these areas and I knew the terrain features I wanted to hunt. I think that I would rather use a scrape line because I imagine that there's more bucks hitting a scrape line because the line's longer. <laughs> <laughs> and actually lay eyes on the property first and then start you know, doing my e-scouting whenever I actually knew what it was that I was looking at. I think our deer at home have bigger ranges than we want. Just I, because of the pressure. I 100% agree. Wrap it up, Kevy. Send us home, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Born Again Bow Hunting Podcast. On this episode, we're continuing our trail camera series, and it's kind of like a partnership series, really. Yep. Um, yep. We're talking with Wise Eye, and we have Jason on with us tonight from, uh, it looks like you're sitting in the office still at Wise Eye. Oh yeah, definitely still here. So yeah. I'm here all the time. I think I live here now. So. <laughs> you got a little cot back there in the back or something? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Uh, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit, talk about um, what yeah. you do. Yeah, what you do there at WiseEye and we'll carry on. Yep. Perfect. Well, yeah, my name is Jason Ray. I uh, I helped start the company with my father-in-law a few years ago. My father-in-law is Harold Monk. So anybody that's got our cameras, there's a decent chance you've spoken to Harold at some point. Yeah. Um, and we started a few years ago down this road, we actually developed a feeder and our feeder used tech to recognize the animal. And our feeder was way ahead of its time. And we learned very quickly that the data that we were getting from the tech was way more valuable than the feeder itself. And so we took that out of there. We moved it to the to a camera and uh, it's exploded since then. People like the camera. They like dealing with 
you know, the family. Uh, you call, you're getting one of the members of the family. So Harold's my father-in-law. The receptionist is my sister-in-law. The other owner is my uncle-in-law. So uh, I do most of the development around here. I lead a small development team. We manage the software that runs the cameras. We design the firmwares for the cameras. We design the apps. And we do just about anything else you'll ask us to do, including customer support. So if you ever get on the live chat on the website, you see that you were talking to Jason. That's me. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's a little bit of everything. So Cool. Awesome. 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 Yeah. When we were at uh, ATA, we actually, it was cool to see that the owners were there at the booth versus just, you know, some sales guy from a big company or something like that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We, we truly appreciate the camera, the technology, the ownership, just the, the family atmosphere. I know... Um, little side note, before we decided to work with you guys, I ran 18 of the minis that I personally bought <laughs> with my own money, and it was just because I was tired of cameras that, that 100% I'm not going to brand bash, but I was tired of cameras that were just unreliable, fuzzy photos, I was tired of paying the 5 10 bucks a month extra for the HD quality photos, and like I just... At, at my point in my life, in my hunting career, I wanted something that was reliable, and um, we had a we had a mutual friend, um, John John Miller, actually, who owns Premier Outdoors in Mount Hope, Ohio. We do a lot of work for him as well, and, and he kind of introduced us to the camera years ago um, when you first got when you guys first dropped off the mini. That's when I got excited because I I wasn't very interested in the bigger camera to be honest, but once you dropped the mini. I really enjoyed the price point, the quality, and just what it offered, like the data that you were talking about. And ever since then, man, I got these guys running them. Yeah. And I mean, it, you can't, you you go from a like a, another brand to a wise eye. Yeah. Big it, difference. Yeah. It's, undes it's honestly undescribable. Like it's not even close. It's so funny. Like Kevin and I run... Um, or we used to run, excuse me, some of the, the let's say the cheaper brands and you'd use your imagination. <laughs> and we would get pictures and like we'd, we have a group, like uh, a group chat where we would show pictures of what, what, what we're hunting. You couldn't even tell what it was. No, you'd zoom in and be like, <laughs> yeah, that looks like a <laughs> buck or it could oh, be yeah. branches behind it, but nice deer anyway. Yeah. I mean, we would literally. Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, so we have a camera and again, we're not, we're not here to brand bash. We like, we, we know all the guys at the other brands. We're friends with them. Yeah. So. Right. Yep. But uh, we have a camera from another one of our competitors, and it was hanging at Daryl's place. So Daryl is, uh, is Harold's brother, so he's one of the owners yep. here. And uh, since we're in South Louisiana, we don't have a super impressive deer herd. And so after six months of nothing but does on the camera, all of a sudden we see something. We're like, ooh, that looks not only like a buck, but it looks like a nice nice buck. We might need to take off work today, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're like looking at it going, well, we can't quite tell, like, really if it's a good book. So we, we requested the HD photo. We paid, like, 50 cents and yep. got an HD, HD photo, and we still couldn't tell what it was. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, we really wish that it walked in front of our camera. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I know exactly what you're saying there. So. Yeah, yeah. But, we always joke about it. We use the we use the other ones to kind of, or we, I should say we used to, we would use the other cameras to to tell you tell if, you if there. there was a deer in the area and yeah. then you know if you wanted to truly know the wise eye would go yeah, out absolutely <laughs> and since then those have been on marketplace and they're out of here yeah yeah <laughs> i i even mine aren't worth anything they're they're so old that yeah, yeah. we won't get into that that's funny but <laughs> well go ahead and ask uh, him one we got a couple icebreaker yeah. questions for you and then we'll just get into yes, about the cameras and and whatever you really want to talk about so um first question is what is your favorite youtube channel other than yours if you guys have one so we do have one, uh, and that's definitely not my favorite because it, it involves my voice on a microphone, and I can't stand that. Uh, so favorite YouTube channel uh, is, is probably Demolition Ranch. I mean, I've been watching Demolition yeah. Ranch for like five, six years now. Yeah. Uh, I got into his other channel off the ranch because I just I like him and his family. and uh, So I, I'm really jealous of him because I can't understand how he has that much time in the day <laughs> to do everything he does. I'm yeah, like, right. he's found a time machine somewhere is what I've decided. So, yeah. But yeah, that's probably it. I yeah. So, uh, question number two is, what is your favorite dream hunt if money is not an option? Dream hunt if money is not an option. Um, so, I would probably say it's uh, it's definitely a bison hunt for me. I definitely want to do a bison hunt. Oh, that's cool. Um, somewhere uh, somewhat free range. I'm not sure. I'm 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 totally capable of doing a hundred percent free range bison hunt, but I've seen some places in Colorado and places like that that yeah. look uh 
look amazing for those yeah. kind of hunts. So I think that would be great. Definitely. Plus, I mean, they're absolutely delicious. So yeah. what, what's what's the you know yeah. what's the lose here? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's cool. I, we haven't heard bison yet. Yeah, I like that one. And then our final question is: What is the first article of clothing that you're going to sacrifice when nature calls and you're in the woods? <laughs> oh, uh, well, it depends on you know, if, it, if it's cold, man. Maybe I've got like a balaclava or something I can <laughs> I can sacrifice. Because uh, luckily here we all get cold in the morning, so I right. can I can sacrifice that for the afternoon hunt. Yeah, you know? right, yeah. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, uh, well, all right. Now yeah. that now that we're broke in, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get into the podcast. Yeah. So. Um, like I said, uh, off air, none of this is scripted and, and we just kind of want to run with it. Um, uh, wh- when this podcast airs, uh, you guys will have already announced, um, the new camera. So why don't we just dive right into that? Cause that's probably going to be the most important. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the differences between the mini and the new camera? And then we can kind of bounce off of that. Yeah. So the, uh, yeah, he's holding both of them up there. Uh, the new camera is the one on the right uh, with the two antennas. So what we did is we took, you referenced our big camera earlier. We took the best parts of our big camera and tried to marry it with the mini cam. So the mini cam took just the best image quality, especially at that price point. Yeah. Uh, it took a better image quality than the big cam. Now what the big cam had is the big cam had amazing cellular reception. It had built-in GPS and it's tough as nails. Uh, yeah. I've actually got uh, two of the original big cams. They were the very first shipment we ever received of them. Uh, they're still hanging on my place. They've never been inside one time. Uh, one of them got hit uh, by a bulldozer when they were cutting my place <laughs> with the timber company. And he found the uh, the tree that he knocked over. He went and took it off the ground and gave it to me and said, hey, I knocked over your camera. So we wanted, like I said, the best features of that camera, but we wanted the image quality of the mini. Nice. So you're looking at the same image sensor as the mini. So it's going to take just beautiful pictures. It's got that larger lens. We get a lot of color. We get a lot of light. We've done our best to balance that so you get a really quality picture. Uh, it's got the built-in GPS like the big does, so you don't have to locate it on the map. It knows exactly where it is in the world. Uh, it's got the two antennas like the big does, the two external antennas. And those are even stronger antennas than what the big has. So those are dual 6 DBI antennas, uh, which all that means is it's got a longer range than the current Mini. Mm-hmm. We also camouflaged them because we had several people tell us that they thought big black antennas stood out like a sore thumb. And uh, so we camouflaged the antennas. We think they look pretty cool. Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, and then on top of all that, they've got, it's actually, it doesn't look a lot different, but it's a new plastic ears. that we're using. It's got more heat and cold resistance. Uh, so we have a lot of customers like out in West Texas uh, where that sun's going to be on that camera all day yeah. long. This one's going to hold up to that. So it's got a heat resistance uh, well north of 160 degrees. So you're saying the camera um, that I'm holding right now has a different... I didn't even know that. You're saying that the yeah, plastic a, is a different plastic? It's a slightly different plastic. Hmm. Um, and it's hard to tell. If you actually weigh them next to each other, I think one. Uh, I think the new one's actually a little bit heavier. Uh, but it's just a different chemical you know, in the plastic, right? It's a different yeah. uh, makeup of the plastic. It's, awesome. it's not thicker or anything like that. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, we did that... Um, but yeah, other than that, it's got all the stuff people like about the minis. It does video right out of the box now. Um, it's, we did a lot of stuff tweaking the battery life. That's probably the one shortfall of the mini is that it has, it's only eight batteries because it's a smaller housing. Uh, so for people that do run on double A's, it's not the best battery life all the time. So we yeah. try to do some things to tweak that to make our process of sending the image more efficient so it wouldn't burn up that power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we did the same for the GPS because the problem with GPS and cameras is they eat a lot of power. And the traditional way of using a GPS and a trail camera, uh, it would turn on and off all the time, and it really would burn through battery power. So we did some things to make sure ours only turns on and off at very specific times. So it gives you the GPS info, but it never it never eats up your battery. So mm-hmm. uh, we like it. We've been running them. I mean, I've had prototypes out for uh, close to a year at this point. Um, I've I've never seen anything that'll touch it. We think it's it's the best cam on the market, and uh, the price point is going to come in at. I mean, it's it's basically taking taking the place of the mini as far as the price point. So we're we're giving you all the features of the big cam, which is a three hundred dollar camera. Uh, we're dropping that down in the two two hundred twenty price, you know, two hundred twenty dollar price range. So we like it. We're excited about it. Yeah. And the response so far from people like yourself who've had the early versions, um, they're begging us for more. <laughs> and we're oh, trying to convince them yeah. like, no, we have to wait for our release date. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. Well, we're right there with them. Yeah, seriously. We could take about 20 more. <laughs> hey, I'll write the order up now. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I I can't tell you, um, if anybody's listening to this or watching it, and you're on the fence, and you're like, hey, I want to get a better camera, I strongly, strongly recommend the Mini. Super easy to use. I'm going to open it up. There's 
there's just one uh, toggle switch that's like set up and on, and then you have a, an LCD screen, a menu button, up, down, left, right, arrow, and okay. It's very simple. Um, the battery tray, everything's just super easy to get to. Um, I, I, I'm always... I don't want to say ashamed to say this, but I've I've spent a lot of money on cameras, and I'm I'm running thirty of them, and I and I started I started buying them uh, probably three, three years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was probably a good three years. And I uh, started with the minis, and I can honestly say that number one camera is still out there running strong. And if anybody's listening to this or watching this, you know as well as I do that most of the other cameras that um, let's say that are a little bit on the cheaper side you're only going to get two, three years max mm -hmm. out of them. And if, if you are one of those people that are listening to this saying, oh, I don't, uh, you know, I can get four or five years. No, like if you're putting them through the ringer, like we are leaving them out year round, not just for three months out of the year, like these cameras are getting worked. And I still have the first camera that I bought out there running. And, um, you know, I, I just, I can't say anything negative about the camera, truly. And the fact that you guys with the minis, I, I wanted to talk to you about this too, Jason. Most camera companies want you to buy the next version. They want you to buy the newest and greatest. It's Nothing's different. We all know nothing's different from the camera. It's just a little software update that they did. They changed the look, and it's the same camera as last year. It's just got a different look and, you know, 16 megabyte, you know, pixel or whatever it is. And... Why don't you dive a little bit on what you guys offered for the mini, um, and yeah, just go into that. That sounds great. Yeah, we um, <clears throat> so you can see it right in the name. We don't we, we don't advertise ourselves as Wise Eye Trail Cameras. Yep. We don't want to be a trail camera company. If we could find a way to run our business without trail cameras, we would do it. Uh, we are a technology company. We, we we are much more interested in the data behind the trail camera. So we do a lot of stuff with our apps. We do a lot of stuff with our website. So to that point we don't have an interest in remaking the camera every year. I don't have an interest in you throwing those cameras away every year. Uh, if you throw them away every year, you're going to hate my guts at about year two and you're never going to buy my product again. Yeah. Um, so we wanted you to keep them. We wanted people to feel like they were part of something like this. Wasn't just something they, uh, Oh, I've got to update all my minis this year. Cause the new mini came out. So yeah, we did. We released a huge firmware update for the older minis. If you have any mini that you've ever bought from us, it can take the update. Uh, and if it has any problems taking the update, we swap it out to one that's already updated. Uh, but the update allows you to do video, which you've never been able to do video before on the Mini. Uh, you can have that video sent directly to you. I know there's a lot of trail camera companies that offer video for their cellular cameras, but they all make you request the video. And uh, there's some good to that and there's some bad to that. Obviously, that uses less data and allows them to keep their costs a little bit lower. We get that. But as I was talking to somebody this afternoon, you don't you don't know if you want that video or not from one image. You know, what if that one image is a blank image, but if you got the whole video, oh, now there's a, a, a buck coming through, you know? Mm -hmm. So we send you the whole video by default uh, and you can choose five, 10 or 15 second video. Uh, you could choose the quality you want all the way up to 1080p. Uh, so you're getting a beautiful video. You got the same, um, the, you know, the same pictures you've been taking. We opened up some more options in the menu system for uh the burst modes and things like that. There's a few more options you can tweak there. The big one is obviously the video. We did tweak some things with the efficiency on the sending to try to improve the battery life and improve the connectivity. Uh, we were not the only trail camera company that had this problem of time zones and daylight savings time. So we actually, uh, one of the biggest things that you'll never notice is there's a huge clock update in the new firmware update. So your clock is never wrong. Um, so we, we're really proud of that. We like that one. Um, but so, yeah, we did. We went back and we basically made the Mini into a new camera uh, and you you didn't have to pay for that. Uh, if the update didn't work, we, we sent you a new camera or we sent you an SD card with the update on it. Uh, because like I said, I don't think it's right for me to come out with a camera and then two months later come out with a new version and you feel like, oh, you've got to upgrade. Mm -hmm. uh, the data cam is an upgrade over the Mini cam, but it's not mandatory. You could be perfectly happy with the Mini cam. The data cam is for people who need that stronger reception and they would like the GPS options. Um, so that's really what the data cam is there for. The mini is going to stick around. It's a great camera. Everybody loves it. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're really happy with it and the way it came out. Yeah. I would say for sure if the data cam never came out, I mean, I would run minis for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like it's, it's what I need. Yeah. It works great. Like I don't, I don't want anything to be different to be honest. I know it. It's like, I, know it. I could just stick with this and go. Yeah. Yeah. Really. But 
it i mean it's a huge upgrade it's it's sweet so we we have had the luxury of playing with the data cam for about a week now um we've had them for maybe two weeks Just, roughly yeah a week and a half but we finally had an opportunity we uh i, sh- I keep saying we i didn't do anything these guys yeah. i i blew my back out and was laying on the couch and uh but why don't you guys talk a little bit yeah, about Indiana? We were able to make a run to Indiana to stick some cameras out on some public ground. And what did we take, two or three of these? Three. Three of the, three, three um, of the days. Yeah. So we were able to stick those out and sticking them out for the first time. Process was so simple. Just fired them right up. Yep. And the video that they have been sending us sure. from Indiana is just crystal yeah yeah and it is so nice i mean as soon as we got like the first two or three videos back we're like okay where's where's the buy button for a couple (laughs) more of these puppies (laughs) so we're pretty pumped about it but they have worked flawlessly and i do i really like the camo antennas yeah Uh, they honestly blend in a lot better they do i removed a mini from one of my spots and put uh, the data cam up and like just with the camo antennas, like it just blends in so much more. Yeah, I, I, I really that like, was a great uh, move. That was a yeah. great move. Yeah, we were actually uh, we were quite nervous about it. We had no idea how it was gonna. Yeah, right. it's one of the things you saw. We saw it on paper and we, right. we mocked it up. And yeah, when we took the first one out of the box, we're like, oh wow, this looks pretty good. We like yeah. it. Yeah. So we were we were on the fence, uh, especially with those giant paddle antennas. It is uh, a. <laughs> It's kind of a face only a mother could love, but it does work really well. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I don't care what they, they are kind of big, but really, as long the, as it works, the camo pattern kind of breaks it up, and especially yeah. when it's up on a tree. Yeah, it you don't. Yeah, even it does notice. disappear on a tree trunk yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Jason, I'm yeah. I'm kind of holding the camera, the new one, playing with it. What do you recommend running the antennas uh, straight up parallel to each other, or you know they do have that fold over option? Do you recommend for best signal strength doing something like that, or what have you so guys some- found? Sometimes that will give you better signal strength, especially if you're uh, if the tree is causing interference. So if you notice that, oh, I open my camera up, and it's no longer behind the tree, and it gets great signal, but I close it and it doesn't seem to work, then yeah, definitely kind of angle them to where they can be around the tree is a good call. Uh, when we did the testing, for most people, the best configuration is going to be the, uh, we call it the knife, where it's they're straight like that, where yeah. they're you know straight up and down, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like you've got it there in, yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, for most people, that's going to work, but you can, you can rotate the antennas and you will notice a difference depending on where you're at, what the signal's like there, what direction the nearest tower is. Uh, now what you have to do when you do that is you turn the camera off and on between. Uh, so that's okay. going to reset that, that, uh, signal meter on the camera. So, uh, try it the way I described it. And, uh, <laughs> if you, you want to try it a different way, turn the camera off, rotate the antennas, turn it back on. And you may notice that meter going up and down until you find the one you like. Uh, what we also recommend tip. is there's a uh, there's an app out there called Open Signal. It's a free app uh, that you can get for Android or or Apple, and it will tell you which direction the nearest cell tower is. Uh, and so you why can have, use. Why this do we not know about this? <laughs> I don't know. To make sure that camera's facing that direction. Uh, what I learned on mine is all the cameras I had problems with, the tree was between me and the tower. Like I was yeah. mounting it to the oak tree and yeah, yeah. You know, I'm blocking the tower. So I had little signal and the very little signal I had trying to go through an oak trunk. Um, so little things like that help. But yeah, you can definitely rotate those, get a little better signal. Um, I've got all mine running either uh, you know, flat kind of bunny ear look or the, the knife look I was describing. Those tend to be the two best. Uh, yeah. We actually did do a, a giant test where we tested every possible way you could twist them to see if there was any difference and uh it, it, there is a difference it's all gonna depend on your area yep. the two best for that mm-hmm. knife edge and the bunny ears yeah okay. yep. so i got a question that i'm sure you guys have been asked a lot can you take the new antenna and put it on a mini absolutely you can okay. do that you won't get the same level of signal as data cam obviously right because it's got two external yeah. the mini actually does have two antennas it's got one external and one internal yeah that's what um and so you kind of get this weird you do get a boost in your power, um, but it's still that that internal antenna is holding you back a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you will get a boost in the power. That's actually one of the ways we uh, we decided to go with that antenna. We did test it on some minis. Okay. So yeah, you can definitely swap it over. And we are um, we are getting some more of the camo antenna. So for people who have a mini and mm. just want the antenna, you can Shoo. buy an antenna. Cool. That and, uh, we were discussing. Yeah. We were talking about yep, that. So we're, Sweet. Yeah, I'm not sure we ordered enough of them. We only have 500 of them being made right now. <laughs> oh, you did. We may need a few more. <laughs> so, so Jason, um, obviously this podcast will air uh, in late August um, after the release of the data. Um, I, 
through the Facebook groups and the field staff uh, group forum or whatever on Facebook, people have been talking about the new antenna. Are you guys referring to um, the antenna that's on the data for the mini as the new antenna? Or maybe is that something that is not allowed to be talked about? Because that was one no, of my questions. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they're talking about on the Facebook group. Okay. The new antenna is referring to the Datacam antenna, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, which is a, uh, like I said, it's a 6 DBI antenna as opposed to what's on the Mini's a 3. So uh, the DBI just refers to how far away you can get that signal. And okay. there's a trade-off, not to get uber technical here, the lower the number, the uh, less distance the signal covers, but also the more omnidirectional the signal is. Mm. Um, and so what that really comes into play is elevation. So if I make that number super high, I can get a, a, a huge range on the antenna, but uh, it'll become very narrow. And so if you have a hill or a tree or something, it can block the signal. So that's when you have to get the antenna really high and gotcha. aim it just perfectly. So we played with a lot of different DBI. So that's a six DBI. It gets you a really good balance of still being omnidirectional, able to get around the trees and able to get over the hills, but giving you that extra distance past the three. So, okay. um, And both of them are stronger than what you have in your cell phone. So if we always tell people if your cell phone gets signal, your mini cam or data cam is definitely going to get signal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've found that as well. Yeah. Which well, that was a hot tip about turning, uh, turning the camera back off, moving the antennas, turning it mm-hmm. back on. Yeah. And what was that app again on? Uh, it's called open signal, open signal. We're going to write that down. <laughs> uh, we yeah. just re-listen. I'd love to incorporate <laughs> yeah. that into my app. I haven't figured out how to do it yet. When yeah. I do, I'm going to definitely put it into the hunt control app. So yeah. 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 Oh, yeah that, Hey, yeah, that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's where we're at. So do you guys have, I guess personally, I've always wanted to know like how a camera, I don't want to sound generic, but works. Do you you guys want to dive into that a little bit or like, I mean, because like what I'm, what I'm asking is, is like, so now on the new app, um, we have a voltage meter. So we don't have the, we don't have the, um, battery, the battery percentage. Basically we have a voltage meter and maybe for some, it might be a little intimidating at first, but um, I've I've noticed that like anything under eight volts, maybe seven and a half, is when the camera's gonna die. So, um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, Jason? If you can, of like just yeah. just just lay it lay it down on how the camera works, what the voltage it needs, like it, just everything like that. Because I'm I'm kind of a cam uh, trail camera nerd, and and I really want to know more about like how it actually works and and what's yeah. the best recommendation for it. All right, so to back it up, the reason for that battery change was huge, and we should have talked about that with the firmware update, because if you have an old Mini uh, and you did the firmware update, your, your battery voltage changed. Yep. Um, and this was a big thing for us, and most people don't realize it, but if you have a camera, any of, uh, just about any cell cam that has that external power port to go to a solar panel or go to a 12-volt battery, um, when they show you the battery voltage, almost all of them, they can't actually read the voltage inside the external source. So mm-hmm. if you have the external source plugged in, it shows 100%, right. even if the external source is, is basically dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we had that issue, and we weren't the mm-hmm. only ones. We, Like I said, we knew of our competitors which ones had the same issue. And so we started exploring, like, how do we defeat that? Uh, and so this is what we came up with. So you have two battery meters at the bottom of your picture. Uh, the first meter shows the internal voltage of your camera. So that's the amount of voltage left in your batteries. The second number shows the voltage left in your external source if you have one. Um, and so both of those, when they get below seven, seven is the absolute bottom. Um, if you have kind of average batteries, you know, Rayovac, Duracell, things like that, you're going to uh, see about 7.4 is probably where your camera cuts off. If you have really high end batteries, like, you know, E squareds or something like that, you'll go down to seven because it can handle that load at the lower voltage. Uh, but yeah, so when you see a drop below eight, it's time to go check your camera. Uh, the other reason we did that is because batteries don't die in a straight line. So when, or in a linear line, I should say. Yeah. Um, so you would see your battery meter was at 40%. And you would go, oh, I still got almost half the time. Well, yep. the camera's been out for six weeks, so I still got another six weeks. No, you don't. You have a few days. <laughs> yeah. uh, because once the once the battery starts going lower, now every time you pull current draw, you're weakening it more and more and more proportionally. So the percentage... While it seems easier to understand, it's kind of giving you less information than, than you really need. So we wanted that battery voltage, but mostly wanted that external source. We were so tired of people calling us going, well, my battery, sh- my camera shows 100%, but it not taking pictures. And it's you like, know. yeah, it's because the battery you plugged it into has been dead for three weeks. Yeah. Uh, and you don't have a way of knowing that. Uh, so that was a big one. So we do recommend uh, an external source, especially if you're any distance from your camera. Uh, I'm 
four and a half hours from my cameras, uh, and I run external batteries on all of them. Uh, you don't have to go for the solar panel. We do have a new solar panel coming out. It is going to be the best solar panel you can buy. Uh, hey. We're super happy about it. Uh, that's our top secret thing that we can share with you guys. Uh, <laughs> but you don't have to do that. You can go get the $25 deer feeder battery from Walmart, yeah. a seven, nine amp hour, um, and plug it in through the cable. The cables are about $10, $15 on our website. Uh, and you can plug it into the cable and you'll get six months, maybe more of battery life without a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so it's a really simple solution. You'll save money very quickly. Those batteries are rechargeable. So for $25, you get the battery. For $20 more, you get the charger. $15 more, you get the cable. So you got a $60 investment. You'll spend more than $60 in double A's in a year time. Oh, uh, easy. If you try to run, especially if you're one of these people trying to run Energizer E-squareds or Duracell yeah. Max or something yeah, like that. Lithiums. Yeah. Yeah, you'll blow $30 just on a set of lithium. So having that external battery, I mean, that's what we recommend to people. If you don't, the solar panel is going, our new solar panel especially, is going to be the best solution uh, because you'll never have to recharge it. You'll never have to bring it back in. Uh, it'll never go down. But for people who don't want to spring for the solar panel, um, that cheap Walmart battery or yeah. tractor supply battery, uh, they're $22.99 tractor supply right now. I just bought two of them. Um, <laughs> so that's a great way to go for most people. So that's kind of our, our hot tip there with the batteries is definitely run external batteries, especially if you want to run videos. It's going to get you so many yeah. more videos um, than anything else. So what do you, uh, personal question here, what do you recommend battery-wise? Um, say say you're in a location where, you know, maybe you're deep in public and it's in some deep hole somewhere where there's no sunlight you can't run the solar panel and then also you just don't want to run a you know a 12 volt uh, external battery out there what would be your recommendation on um best double a battery for the camera yeah your your best bet is to stick with a name brand and don't go for their most expensive one so you will get statistically more pictures on a set of energizer e squares those are the strongest double batteries you can buy uh, so what's the very sorry i don't mean to interrupt what's the e squared i've never heard of this e squared lithium yeah. Is that the one, called, the, the ultimate lithiums? Is that what the... These are the ultimate. The Duracell, I think, is the ultimate lithium. Energizer, unless they rebranded them, they used to be called E-squareds. Yeah. Years Ener- ago. Energizer, ultimate lithium. Like the... Okay, silver, ultimate lithium. Like is, the blue, like, is it the blue and the yep. white? The yeah, blue silver and blue. And blue. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what, Okay, they used to be... I'm old enough that they used to be called <laughs> Energizer E-squared. Yeah, gotcha. Came out. Gotcha. Uh, they are the strongest AA battery you can buy. <laughs> um, and... Uh, they will get you the most pictures. So if that's what you're worried about, they will get you the most pictures. From a cost-effectiveness standpoint, it's not really there. <laughs> no, uh, it's they're going to get it, you yeah. 20%, 25% more pictures. They're going to cost twice as much. Three times. Um, I mean, it's right the, now, yeah. they're like 30 to $35 for an 8-pack right now. For yes. eight, eight batteries, 30 so bucks. For, yeah. You, mm-hmm. yeah, you can run one camera off that. Yep. So we tell people, go buy a name brand battery. So the worst thing you should be buying is Rayovac. That's the absolute worst battery you should buy <laughs> is Rayovac. You should not buy anything worse than that. Uh, Duracell, Energizer, Rayovac, stick with that. It should not have the Dollar General logo on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, it should definitely not have... Uh, look, my mom is the worst about this. My mom buys... I don't know where she gets them from, but they're labeled Sunbeam. I'm like, Mom, Sunbeam makes bread. They don't make batteries. Like, I don't know where the heck you're even getting these from. Um the only exception to that is we've had, uh, personally, I've had very good luck with the uh, the members' mark batteries at Sam's. I'm sure Costco has an mm, equivalent. Mm-hmm. I'm positive they're made by Energizer or Rayovac. Um, but yeah, so stick with a name brand battery. Uh, if you if you do go to Dollar General, you're you're going to see so much less battery life out of those batteries, right. and especially they're not going to have the temperature tolerance that the mm-hmm. that the better batteries have. So. Um, yeah, I would recommend just running a good battery. Go get some some standard Duracells or Energizers. That's your most cost effective bet for that that spot you described. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he's right. You do. It's it's a big battery game, dude. I don't even want to talk about the amount of money that I've spent I, on batteries. I, I know. I know. No, no, no. It's 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 ridiculous. Well, maybe when you. But hey, so here's your funny battery story. So I hope my dad doesn't watch this podcast. Uh, but my. Uh, <laughs> My dad loved to come to the lease with me and to, to manage everything. Uh, but I'm 90% sure that the last time we went out there, he was taking the same dead 12 volt battery and putting it. So he was, I had a new 12 volt battery and an old one because I pulled the, the old one off the first camera, the dead one. And I'm pretty sure that every camera we went to afterwards, he put the new one back in the truck and put the dead one on the camera. <laughs> so I ended up with one camera working out of eight. And, and you're uh, like four hours away, right? Or three or whatever. Yeah, I'm four you hours away. Yeah. And, uh, 
So I got, I got home. I'm like so excited for about three days. I got great deer pictures and then all of them died. And uh, so I'm down to one camera. That, that poor thing's been running five months and it's taking pictures of nothing because I didn't cut the grass. So Thanks, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. <laughs> That's awesome. So do you guys have any kind of release date on when the new solar panel will be released or is that still? New solar panel is early September. Okay. Um, so the lithium batteries are crazy hard to ship. And, uh, we wish that everything was made right here in our backyard. That's just mm-hmm. not, that's just not the reality. Yeah. And so getting them shipped in is, is the difficult part. So, uh, mid September is released date on new solar panels. Um, and they are, like I said, they're absolutely the best. They have four times more battery than our old solar panel did. It's a bigger panel. Uh, we did a test. We actually took the panel and put it in a pitch black room where it was getting no power just to see how long could it run on the panel. We took 7,400 pictures on what was just the batteries in the panel without wow. any charge coming into it. Uh, the panel recharges in like three hours of sunlight, so you don't have, to have a whole lot of sun. Uh, I'll take 30 of them. Places you put trail cameras <laughs> that don't have sun. That's you know, kind of what trees are doing. They're blocking the sun. So Yeah, uh, yeah, we're super excited about that. That'll be, like I said, it's a release date uh, mid-September. Okay. Is when they should be here and ready to go. So well, we're gonna have to check that out for sure. Oh my! Is yeah. it, it? We did not order enough, so when you see them, you you better get them. So, uh, can you talk a little bit about like price point or like I don't, obviously talk about what you can, but yeah, I don't know for sure yet. That's not my department. I imagine they're gonna be somewhere around the hundred dollar range by the time they hit retail. Yeah. Uh, they may be a little more, a little bit less than that. Our old panel was, uh, I believe, seventy five ish, um, depending on where you bought it from. Uh, and like I said, these are a huge upgrade over this old panel. So okay. it is an investment, but for somebody who wants to run their camera year round, um, it's it's definitely the way to go. It's, I mean, I mean it's cool. definitely. The way we to were go. just talking about thirty dollars batteries, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. for real. Like if you can buy a solar panel for a hundred bucks, I mean, e- even if you even if you that's a year worth of batteries. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Oh, it also hooks to deer feeders too, so you can take that. It has a twelve volt output or a six volt. So if you have a Oh. Six volt deer feeder. You can also use the same panel for your there deer you feeder. Go. There you go. <laughs> You're just talking our language over yeah, here. Seriously, <laughs> good deal. We thought we liked them before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited because I, I do have a couple of the older panels and um, definitely need more sunlight. Uh, gr- granted, it, solar. It's in the name, you know. Yeah. Like we, we got to use common sense here. We we need we need sunlight and and I just where I was at I. I just didn't have a lot of luck with with them, to be honest. Um, they would they would last a lot longer than than others that I had tried, but still they needed that sunlight. And yeah. um, if you guys are going to offer an option that that maybe doesn't need that much, oh. It'd be worth looking into. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh. And since you've run our old panel, you will appreciate this. We fixed the mount. The mount that came with our old panel, uh, we don't like very much. Yeah, me neither. And so <laughs> this mount is uh, is much better. You have so many more options how you can mount it. You can actually mount it with a strap because you couldn't do that with our old mount. Um, so this is a, a huge improvement on the mount. Uh, and on that note, we actually one of the new products on our website right now is our new clamp mount. So if you mm-hmm. uh, not that. just our camera, but uh, any camera, we got a pretty cool clamp mount out there now to clamp it to whatever you want, and you can actually put two, um, you can put two screws on the clamp mount so that you can actually mount your camera and solar panel on the same clamp. Hmm. Um, so now that's another cool little product. That's that thing's like fifteen bucks. It's a, it's a great deal. So yeah, now we're sweet. talking. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about, uh, like in the the new camera uh, features, camera infrared? Like, is there anything that maybe you that you would like to? Um, point out well you said infrared uh that's the biggest fight we have is there's there's marketing terms Mm -hmm. that have been used so much in this industry and we've conditioned people that oh you must have this uh because you know that's the term of the day Mm -hmm. and the term of the day with trail cameras is no glow infrareds or blackout infrareds however you say it uh we don't do blackouts we had uh no glow on our first uh on the big camera uh, the mini camera is a low glow. So if you get the right angle at the right time, you will see a slight red hue come from the lights. Uh, we have talked to every biologist on the planet. We've talked to the ranch owners and we have uh, literally thousands of cameras on, on deer ranches and outfitters now. Um, it doesn't bother them. The deer really don't care. Uh, the camera makes all trail cameras make noise, plenty of noise for a deer to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going to hear the noise long before they see the light anyway. Mm-hmm. Um but that's a big thing. And the reason we chose to go no glow, it's not a cost saving thing. The reason we chose to go low glow rather than, than no glow is it gives you a better image quality. You get more of that infrared light out there. So more of it can bounce back off the target and get back to the camera lens. Uh, and so that's one of our biggest things. So we get people all the time. It's like, oh, is the new one going to be no glow? No, it's not. You, yeah. You're going to get the image quality that you expect. 
Um, and w in our testing, we have not gotten that kind of image quality out of a no-glow camera. Um, so that's one of the big things that we, we, we fight that battle all the time. Uh, I had a guy yesterday tell me that, uh, that I'll never see a big deer on that camera because it's got a, a low glow. I'm like, well, we have them in, in South Texas on, on ranches shooting pictures of 250 inch bucks. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure big deer will get on that camera without a problem. <laughs> we could show you a few. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, I have no big deer to show. Like I have one big doe. I'm kind of excited about her. She looks delicious, um, but that's it. I mean, I have nothing else to speak of. Uh, but yeah, that's like I said, we, we fight against that. So we tried to, the data cam, we tried to look at what's best for the end user, not just a marketing term that we can sell this year. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and so like I said, we fight that battle a lot. People call all the time, well, does it have this, does it have this? And it's always some some term that they've been conditioned to believe in. Uh, in truth about the infrared, uh, one of our biggest ranches that we use them on, uh, he has begged us for years to get rid of infrared altogether. He wants a white light flash. A in that flash, camera. yeah. He goes, my deer don't care, he said, and I would much rather be able to show my clients full color nighttime pictures. And he goes, the deer do not care about that that infrared. And I'm like, yeah, I tend to trust him. He's he does this for a living. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, we so with, with the data cam, like I said, we've we've really tried to feature pack it. It is very similar to the minicam because the minicam was a great camera. Um, but other than that, the, the most of the features are things you guys are never going to notice. At least that's what I hope. It's yeah. uh, it's improvements to the way the camera operates, the way it connects, the speed at which it connects. Uh, so I hope you never notice those because if you notice those, that means something went wrong with them most likely. Mm -hmm. uh, this one does send pretty fast. If you've got good signal, uh, we've it, it wasn't necessarily by design, but we, we have noticed that it transmits data a good bit faster than the old minicam does, mm -hmm. probably to do with those antennas. Uh, but we can, in our office right here, our transmission time is a little under two seconds to send an image uh, from that camera, So, uh, which gives you a faster overall recovery time. So yeah. like I said, a lot of the feature stuff is stuff you're not going to notice because it's just improvements to the minicam. So. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate the you, you mentioned the quality aspect. You know, one of the biggest factors for for the reason why I dove so deep into the WiseEye cameras or the minis, I should say, at first were was the um the quality. Mm -hmm. You know, because we talked a little bit earlier in the podcast, I was tired of squinting, zooming in, trying to figure out like you could see it was it was a deer with a big rack, but God knows what it had on its head. You know, yeah. no, nobody knew. Yeah. I mean, it's like, well, he could be a 130 or he could be a 170. Like, no, you don't know. And I was just so tired of that because I wanted to know what was out there. And then uh, we talked about it earlier in the podcast when, when John introduced me to the minis. Yeah, the, the quality, I guess what I'm getting at is enough of me rambling is it's the quality mm -hmm. of the camera is un, unmatched. And um, price point. Well, a lot of what you're talking about is the, I didn't mean to cut you off, but a no, lot of what you're ahead. talking about is the image size too. Uh, so that's one of been our hallmarks yeah. since the very first cameras. Our images that we send to your phone by default without special requests or special pricing, uh, our images are two to five times bigger than everybody else. Yeah. Um, and we did that because we, we're all about the data. We won't yeah. want you to have those charts and those graphs. We want the predictions. And we can't do that with a lousy image. I mm -hmm. can't tell you if it's a deer or not if it's just a big white pixel. Mm -hmm. um, so we had to give you those larger images by default. And so uh, we're in the process now of coming out with the uh, request the full-size picture feature where you can go and request an even bigger picture than what you're already getting. Oh, And most users go, well, why do I need that? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah. definitely can't charge extra for it because nobody will buy it because yeah, yeah. everybody's already satisfied with what they've got. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we are coming out with that feature as well. So if you want an even bigger picture, uh, you can do that. But uh, we, it all starts with that image sensor. We use a, uh, we use a quality image sensor. It's a Sony sensor inside there. It's a three megapixel sensor. Um, that's another one of those marketing terms we fight against is the megapixels. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's, I, I saw a camera at Academy yesterday that's advertising like 48 megapixels. Um, and it's nonsense. It, it's absolute nonsense. First off, megapixel doesn't mean what people think it means. Um, but what they do is they take on these cheaper cameras, they take uh, a sensor that oftentimes is a 0.3 megapixel sensor. So that means the original picture it takes is 0.3 megapixels in size. And then they scale it up. They just keep stretching it and stretching it and stretching it until it's 48 megapixels or until it's 16 megapixels or 20 megapixels. Um, so you took a lousy image and you stretched it. So you just have more of a lousy image. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so we stretch ours. I mean, you have to stretch them somewhat, but we start with a three megapixel image. And so we, we're, stretch, we're stretching that three to a five, a 10 or a five, an eight or a 12. Um, 
and the picture you're getting to your phone is actually smaller than the three megapixels. So the picture you get to your phone is actually not a stretched picture at all. It's actually just as good. You know, it, it may not be as big, but it's just as clear as what's on the camera. So, um, like I said, it all starts with that image sensor. You, you, you put a good sensor in there. We've put a good modem in there. Uh, the reason our camera costs more is because it costs us more to make it. Yeah. Uh, if I could make this camera and sell it at a profit for $75, I would do it all day long and I would own the market. But I can't do that because it costs me more yeah. than $75 yeah. to make yeah. this yeah. camera. So yeah. uh, that's just the reality of it. So sorry, I cut you off, man. No, no, no. You, I, you answered it perfectly. And and to kind of bounce back and leapfrog off of what you were saying is, you know, I kind of wanted to touch base on a little bit of the price point before we get off. And then also... Um, uh, I wanted to touch base on the, the data that you were mentioning, and then and then we'll probably wrap this up. So if anybody's listening to this or watching it, you're like, man, why would I spend you know $200 retail on a camera versus a $100 you know cheap one? Well, it, it goes back to what you were just talking about. It's quality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the famous saying in life is you get what you pay for. Cry once, buy one. Yeah, for real. Like, you know, and, and I'm not going to sit here and ramble about, you know, you need to buy a $200 camera versus one, but I'm saying... If you want quality, buy quality. Yeah. If you want junk, buy junk. And I'm not, you know, we're not bashing or anything. It's just the truth. You know, it's like you were talking about, Jason, the price point. Like, if you guys could make them cheaper, you would. But the fact is, in order to get what the image quality that we're getting and the data behind it, like, you can't cheapen up the camera anymore. Yeah. So, um, if you're on the fence, just, yeah. I pulled the trigger one time and I promise it'll be worth it. And then one thing that I wanted to get into that we haven't touched bases on is the data. This is one thing that that really, uh, we'll try to keep this quick, but this is one thing that really intrigued me. I was one of those guys that every time I was getting a picture, I was getting on weather underground. I was writing down the wind direction. I was writing down the temperature. I was writing down the barometric pressure. I was trying to get somewhat of a pattern of of a deer using my camera you know we, we, the classic story of well I, I hunted it for three days never seen him the day i was out of there you know well he showed up on camera well it's probably because he's using it on the wind that's not right for you you know what i mean and so we i love the fact that this camera the data behind it um and, and the app it tells you exactly what's going on uh, moon phase, barometric pressure, temperature, wind direction. I mean, any, anything that you can think of. And also what's really cool about it is you can tag that animal. Um, so you can say, so you got a big one, a big typical or whatever, whatever deer you're hunting, 10 point, whatever it may be. You can tag every single photo that's 10, that that deer's in, tag him as 10 point, go into your data and you can get bar graphs and circle graphs yeah. and like everything that shows you on a north wind, he's you know seventy five percent more likely to hit it because that's when he's hitting that camera. And on a south wind, it's like it's you know zero. He's never on it on a south. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it's like why, why waste, dude? The amount of time that I wasted mm-hmm. writing that stuff down, and this camera just does it for mm-hmm. us. That's just something that I, I greatly appreciate. And I'm rambling again, but <laughs> I greatly appreciate the the data behind the camera and the camera itself, and um. That's all. That's all I gotta say about it. Yeah. And it's off okay. of off of Hunt Control is the app that you need to to work the cameras yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and make sure if you're if you're looking for that app, you're searching for Hunt Control 2.0 now. There was yep. an old version. Old version's going away. Um, new version's where it's at. So. Yep. Yeah. And yep. there's more charts and stuff in there. Yep. And then real quick before the, we wrap this up, um, the the do you need to step out for a sec, Jerry? Yep. Okay. That's fine. You're good. We'll continue. Yep. We'll continue. So real quick, um, as Jerry takes care of something, we um, wanted to talk about the price point of the data itself. So correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. It's $15 a month for the first camera, and then after that, it's $10 a month. Is that correct? Per yeah, camera? that's our middle plan. That's yep. our middle plan called the Weekend Warrior. And yep. so we have three plans. So the super fast rundown. The base plan is called the base plan. It's $9. It gets you around 750 pictures. You can also shoot videos on there. Uh, I believe you'll get around 20 minutes of video. Don't quote me on that. Um, the second plan is the Weekend Warriors, one you described. It's $15 for the first cam, $10 for all subsequent cameras. Uh, we also give you a price break on that one if you buy it by the year. Uh, that one will get you around 4,500 pictures and around 70 minutes of video. Um, the, uh, the final one is the Trophy Hunter plan. 
which will get you around 9,000 pictures. Um, and the trophy hunter plan is $20 for the first camp, 15 for the subsequent. Um, and so that's the way it works. We actually give you, we tell you how much data is included in each plan because when you shoot video, um, it's all going to be about the data usage. So how many megabytes did you upload? And if you want, when you run out of data, you can turn it off and wait till next month, or you can uh, you can buy a little boost and, and add more data to the plan. So yeah. however you want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I the weekend warrior for anybody listening is something that I strongly recommend because um, I have never ran out of data. Yeah. So I have the base plan, and on on the video camera I was running. I ran out, so I'm going to have to upgrade to the the weekend. The weekend warrior, warrior yeah. yeah. But on the weekend warrior, I've never ran out of data. Yeah. Even on even running a few um, bait sites uh, or mineral li- or mineral licks in the summer, um, just kind of get an inventory of what's in the area. I've never ran out yeah. of of data. So and that's just personally me. I'm sure everybody else has different opinions and whatnot. But yeah. a good start for sure would be the yeah, weekend. Definitely. Yep. All right, Kev. I say we wrap her up. Yeah. So we want to thank you for coming on and joining us after work um, and telling us about the update on the mini and then also on the new data plan. So if you want to plug WiseEye, any kind of social media, YouTube, all that good stuff, and then we'll uh, hit you with the final question and we'll wrap it up. Yeah, so you can find us all over social media. We have a very active Facebook group. Um, you can go to our website, wiseitech.com. We've got links to Facebook, YouTube. I think there's even a TikTok channel now. I don't know what, what TikTok hey. is, but we have one of those. Um <laughs> So, but yeah, we're all over social media and, uh, for everybody that wants to contact us, we are the easiest people in the world to get a hold of. Uh, if you email from our website, you're going directly to my inbox. Uh, if you get on the live chat, you're talking to me and my father-in-law. If you call the phone number, we're going to pick up an answer. We don't have a computer that answers our phone. Yep. So, uh, wiseitech.com is the, uh, is the web address you're looking for. Yeah. Yep. And I promise guys, that if you call with any questions, they will answer. Yep. I have never once called and not been happy with my experience yep i think i called in a few times talked to colton and i emailed you probably about a week ago so i mean it was fast responses too and you guys got it down and fixed the issues so. yep yep or issues on my end not, not yeah. the camera end 90 percent. yeah 90 percent of the time it's always user error yeah. it's like oh well, did you do this well no yeah well that'll fix your camera try, well try thanks that. yeah <laughs> that happens a lot <laughs> is we your, don't mind is your battery incorrect oh wait it's not <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the final question is, um, what is one way you want to improve either something in your life this year or in your hunting career this year? Hunting career, that'd be, uh, <laughs> I just have to go hunting more. That would be the problem. <laughs> I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, so I uh, don't get to go that often. Yeah. Um, no, I'd, I'd like to uh, just in, improve the work life some more, see if we can, uh, I, f- I feel like I'm the thing holding the company back. I'm the developer, so I do a lot of the, uh, a lot of the stuff, and I'd like to... Uh, to really find out what the customers are looking for and make sure we deliver on it. So, mm-hmm. uh, this is, you know, this isn't a job for us here. This is our passion. This is what we want to do. We're all here cause we want to do this. And so, um, yeah, I'd like to see how far we could take this and how much we can improve it. So yeah, it's cool. Yep. Yep. Love it. All right, guys, check out wise. I, if you're in the market for a new camera, when this airs, you'll have about a month or so before season really gets hot. Mm-hmm. So definitely enough time. The The new data cam, by the time this podcast drops, is brand new, just came out. So go grab you one, um, and we'll go from there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being on, and uh, we'll wrap her up. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you all. All right. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. You can always be born again, and born again is out. Peace.